Mm. Hello, welcome. You are listening to episode 76 of the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast, coming to you live on Twitch from Scotland on Thursday, 26th of November, 2020. I am Colin Little, and joining me today is Paul Kaczynski. Hello. And Gary Hogg Simmons. Hiya. <laughs> Uh, together, we are the Nearly Men. We have nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we don't sell them, we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point, you have probably kicked our asses online. <laughs> what are you ch- chortling at? What are you chortling at? I was Gary Hogg <laughs> when I cut to him. <laughs> when I cut to him, he said hello, he was still kind of, kind of grimacing at something he was doing. <laughs> and it really cracked me up. Sorry. I'm sorry. Ooh, if I'm you're just, an audio listener, you need to go and search a video for that moment because that was glorious. Someone clip it. Someone clip it. I'm just loving the, uh, oh, the fact my that... Uh, that every week we were talking about about uh, Gario uh, a couple of weeks back, mm, and cool. now Gario uh, Gario is becoming more and more Gario <laughs> is a week's gone. <laughs> but of course, uh, we're, we're, we're going to begin, no doubt, by talking about facial hair. So let's discuss uh, Gary's added facial hair. Look it's at this! Look at this. The majesty. There's not majesty. many people. In the world that can carry off a moustache. But Gary Hogg, you are one of them. But tell me this, Gary, I can't quite see. I'm not sure if it's just um if it's just the shadow or not, but is that a, is that a cheeky wee soul patch as well? Uh, uh, no, that's just a shadow. Oh, I, shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to check that like when I do have a full beard, <laughs> it is a little soul patch. So I was like, do I have that just now? No, it's just because I've got a very pouty bottom lap. <laughs> Could quite work out. It's a bit like he got a little soap patch. Haven't I noticed that already? Uh, yeah. So Gary's got some facial hair. Paolo's obviously still got his. Uh, I do not have mine. Um, it's been the source of much hilarity throughout the uh, last few streams. When everyone's getting <laughs> what, right I per- what I particularly like is last night when you were playing Bug Snacks. I changed the title of the stream to Baldy Face Plays Bug Snacks, and he didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't know that at all, but that is a very, <laughs> a very dangerous <laughs> You know, we all have the logins. Oh, is my this, days. Is, uh, this a, is this a path you want to go down? Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not bothered, though, because I pay attention to what's going on. So, uh... You pay attention? You pay attention? I pay attention? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, <sighs> who are we? Are we well, boys? Are you as well? I'm still recovering from that introduction. <laughs> right. I'm not lying. Right. Yeah. I, Back uh, with uh, the bang. It's my first uh, time presenting for a while, and I got very self conscious. Ah, I saw you. As, like, what oh, have I said wrong? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. No, but your your yeah. introduction was delightful. It was, and you know, and you know, I'm professional. If you do something wrong, I will not bring it up. I will skim right over it like I do or every I single the podcast. Of the, the of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
How have you told that story and then said you're professional? <laughs> oh, well, I was sitting in mod view. I don't normally go into mod view. I normally just mod from the sidelines, as it were. And <laughs> uh, I, I, I realised, oh, I can change the stream and all that in here. And that was immediately it. That was immediately it. It had to be. Yeah. You were, you were talking about it at the time, that, so I made it topical, you know. Aye. Well, I never noticed. <laughs> uh, bad news, by the way. I'm on the energy drink. I'm tired, so... Um, oh, dear. So... Who knows what's going to happen here? Oh dear! Oh. Our host um, is going to be buzzing. I know. The reason I have a tash. I'll well done, Gary. Well the done. Thanks for holding it together. Yes, sorry, we were meant to do that. Yes. <laughs> Gary, Gary, there must be a reason why you've got this wonderful moustache. Why don't you tell us? So the reason I have a tash is um, myself and a bunch of teachers in the school and pupils. Um, we are on Monday, the thirty fifth of November. We are launching our Man Alive Mental Health campaign in school so it's like we're going to try to raise awareness of men's mental health in the school environment for pupils and staff um so there's a core team of staff and we decided and um, because we're launching it at the end of the month to do movember hence the mustache um so that as a donation link in the discord um all the staff are doing it their mustaches are varying degrees of interest in like um uh, one of the teachers has a great handlebar moustache, very cowboy. Excellent. Um, there's a few. I think there's another one who's got like the full handlebar, and then it meets right up in the middle, and like almost like a butt. That sounds like a goatee. <laughs> oh well, I guess it kind of is, but we're letting them away with it because it looks good. Um, mine's looks not bad. Mine's is growing quite quite well. Um, yeah. There's a few patchy ones which are quite funny. Um, and they can't wait to shave it off or like let the rest of their facial hair grow in. Um, so that's that's what we've been doing. Um, I I've spent a week trying to figure out how to um, log into my account and then realised I was using the wrong um, password. Nope. <laughs> um, so but I managed to fix it. Um, so that's why I have the moustache. Um, I might keep it for a while. I think I kind of sit it. I think you do. You should. Um, so yeah, I think I'll, I think I think I'll keep keep the mustache well, keep the rest clean shaven. Plus, it makes me stop eating chocolate because I've got a jawline. So <laughs> it's, it's like it's good benefits. What is um, this thing you call jawline? <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's, that's usually hidden by our beards. Oh, oh that's right. yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's un- un- under there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? <laughs> I was sitting in class and I was talking to a people who's he's like one of those lovable, lovable rogues, and he. <laughs> I usually have a beard. And he turned and went, oh, you've got a bum chin. I like that. I was like, oh, all right. Steady. Thanks for the, thanks for the <laughs> approval. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, Mustachio, it's me, Gario. Gario. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, a uh, couple of things. Is there, any, is there any pupils that have better mustaches than the teachers? Because that will be amusing. Not this year, but last year, the year before, there was a boy who had like a Viking beard. I was like, <laughs> excuse me? I was like, this bum fuzz face is taking seven years to grow and you are barely a day past 16. And he had like, this immense Viking beard. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel bullied. <laughs> it's like, whatever. I feel oppressed. Um, but our, for our launch on Monday as well, we've bought, um, you know, I like a stick on moustache. So we've bought a bunch of moustaches for anyone who's um, facially hair challenged to participate in the launch day. So um, so that'll be fun as well. So Leave no one behind. Uh, exactly. Yes, Gary, we can all celebrate link, the moustache. The link to donate to Gary's Movember 
page um, is going to be in the Nearly Men Discord now. Yep. Um, I know a lot of the folk on that, that watch the streams, a lot of our Twitch community are very used to the Discord now. A lot of them are there and very present. But, but all you podcast listeners out there who might not have ventured into the world of Discord yet, don't be afraid. It's very straightforward. Um, it's, it's a fun little uh, forum, essentially, uh, for the Nearly Men community. It's free to join. You can come in and, uh, and get involved in the chat, um, especially if you're looking for uh, people to talk to, if you're looking for people to play games with. There's a, a fun and vibrant community in there, and you can you can join for free. So uh, we will put out a link um, in the... Yes, we've got well, we've obviously got the Discord. We've got it here in the chat. Don't, don't put a link to the Discord out. in the Discord. That, no, that's we won't do work, that. Mate. That's uh, not work. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we could maybe put it in the show notes of the next episode, Paolo. Will we do yeah, that? Sure will thing, we put boss. it in the show notes? Um, so all you um, podcast listeners here, don't be left behind. We'd love to see you in the Discord. Mm, um, 100%. That would be fun. Um, as for, you know, everybody out there, this, of course, is our first episode for a while. It has been it has been a while. We we, we shifted things around because obviously the new um, consoles were coming out. So this episode's a bit later than usual. There's been a bit of a gap, um, but of course, what we thrive on, what this episode uh, you know is built around, is interaction with our lovely community, all our listeners and uh, viewers. Um, and if you would like to get in touch with us, the Nearly Men, well, here is how you do it. Reaching the Nearly Men is easier than ever. Search for the Nearly Men video games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch. Follow Colin at Colin underscore NM. Follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word. Follow Gary at Blunderboy87. And let's get social on Facebook as the Nearly Men. Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com Need all that again? Links are on our website thenearlymen.com So what yeah. are you looking for? So there you go Um, Right I, I think we should just get straight on straight on with the news here oh. um, You know it's been a mental few weeks and the main thing that, of course, has dominated the last few weeks has been the brand new consoles. Now, poor Gary has not been able to get his hand on a console yet. We'll probably have a wee chat with Gary about his experience of that in a wee while. Um, <laughs> but but um, what we do know is that Paolo has managed to get himself. He's got a copy of the Xbox Series S. Mm -hmm. And Ooh. myself and Paolo both have digital edition PS5s. Mm -hmm. So, first one out was indeed, or at least the first one out over here. Well, no, I think it was, they came out on the 10th, didn't they both? Yes. Um, the first one out was the Xbox consoles. So, Paolo, tell us a little bit um, about the Xbox Series S. What, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I don't know where to begin, really. Um, I, I, I suppose I should start by saying that I got the Xbox S because I knew I was getting the PS5. The PS5 was going to be my big machine. Uh, so the Xbox S is essentially a second console for me. Um, it's not my main console, as it were. Uh, and I got it essentially so that I could keep in with the Xbox system and use Game Pass and things like that. It's, it's essentially it's great because I can stream on that without streaming. I'm a one PC streamer, so I can stream on the Xbox 
easier than I can on my PC, so a lot of the games on Game Pass are PC and Xbox, so I can use my Xbox to stream from, so it makes it a lot easier for me. Um, I mean, it's great. It's 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 in terms of next generation, it's very basic. You know, mm-hmm. it's not 4K. That again, that's fine for me. Um, it's not got all the teraflops in the world. I think it's like a, a quarter of the teraflops of the the X. Um, but it's it's new. It's shiny. It's fresh. It's 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 slick, and it's going to be playing the next generation games quite well. The first thing I noticed uh, was the speed. Uh, everybody talks about the speed and what what they're going to what it's going to be like for uh, the next gen games and all that. But the the first thing I did was I booted it up with Sea of Thieves and loaded Sea of Thieves and Sea of Thieves loads nigh on like nearly five minutes. No, it's not as long as that's unfair. Four four minutes maybe tops to load Sea of Thieves on my PC and my old Xbox. And loading Sea of Thieves on the Xbox S took about a minute and twenty seconds, if that. Um, so it, it, it instantly, it instantly made me think it was worth it. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm lucky that I, I've got it on the, the all access, so mm-hmm. I, I I didn't buy it. I, I'm paying it up. Uh, but I, I I thought I'm paying for Game Pass anyway. Paying for this is something like an extra eight pound a month on top of the Game Pass. I thought Game Pass is probably going to go up in the next two years, so locking it in now might be quite good, and it might actually be beneficial and end mm-hmm. up being a very cheap way to get an Xbox. Yeah, and it's great. It's really good. I mean, you know, Colin, you and I both, or and Gary as well, call we all stream through HD sixty S's, which is a recapture card, and it throttles everything at ten eighty p. So whenever we're streaming, we're seeing ten eighty p. Um, whether we whether you're watching it in 720 or whatever, the maximum we can see is 1080. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's surpassing that, um, but it's just it's it's playing the games dead easy. It's playing anything that I've played before really really smooth. Um, it's it's not it's not you know you don't pick it up and go wow this is brand new. This is this is get this that jump that you you feel with generations, but it's it's enough. That it's you feel it's fresh and and coping better if that makes sense. It's yeah. like when you get a new PC and everything just works better that kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of I don't know how deep to go into it. No, no, that that that's fine. Tell us a little bit about the controller. Tell us about the sure. the actual look of the machine. That sort of stuff. How quiet <laughs> it is? Is it hot? That sort of stuff. The controller itself is very very similar to the previous generations very so i mean to the point where if you didn't know then you probably wouldn't know the difference and there's a there's an extra button there's a kind of share button uh, they've taken that on board which is great and you know you, you share there you can share instantly screenshots and uh, video captures and that saved to your account which so it means when you do it when you save a video it instantly goes to your account, which also means on the app on your phone, you can access those captures immediately. So if I wanted to WhatsApp someone uh, a video clip that I've just captured, it's really, really easy because it's, mm-hmm. it's a capture there. Then it's suddenly on my phone within 30 seconds or whatever. And then I can just share that through WhatsApp. So it's, it's, it's a lot easier that way. Um, other than that, I mean, it's a wee bit heavier. Uh, so it's a wee bit more robust feeling. Um, it's got grips in That's the back. The, the controller, yeah. The controller, yeah. So it's it's got um, a textured back, so it seems, feels a wee bit grippier. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's very, very similar to, to the old one. Uh, okay. and yes, it does still take two batteries. Yep. For, for you, Colin. Uh, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> the box itself is tiny compared to anything. You know, it's it's about... I'm looking at it now. It's about... I've got a launch Xbox One, and it's maybe a, at least half the volume of it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a... Gosh, I'm trying to see if there's anything that's comparable to it. The, the size wise, it kind of looks to me like it's the size of a ream of A4 paper. Is that about right? It's smaller than that. It's, it's not oh far off. It's, it's, a, it's maybe a tiny touch thicker than it, a tiny touch, but it's it's not as wide. It's probably the same height, but it's not as wide. Okay. It's not as deep, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like A3 and a half. No, no A5. A5, that's the way it goes. There's no power brick. There's no power brick, no, it's just a cable straight to a plug, which is brand new, shiny new for Xbox. I don't know about the Series X, that could be a completely different kettle of fish. Uh, Obviously, that needs a lot more power. I Um, think the Series X also doesn't have a power brick anymore. If Evil Monkey was here, he'd be able to tell us he's he's got one, but I don't think there is a power brick on the Xbox Series X, which is finally... I know, I know. Um, it's very nice, it's very quiet it's very well ventilated, I've got it upright at the moment um, mm -hmm. with this I'm considering putting it flat Uh, it looks like it might be a bit better flat air wise, but it's got you know, it's got a vent on on either side and at the bottom as well Um, so, I mean it's it's nice, it's white which is, I quite like white Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean as I say, it's not got that it's not a wow when you first put it in, because it's exactly the same UI that the Xbox One has, and yeah. it's same controller feel. So you you don't unless you're thinking about it, you don't think you're playing it a new fre- right. a new fresh thing, you know. And but it's nice. There was quite a lot made about the size of the hard drive. Uh, what what sort of what's your feelings on that so far? How are, are you quite are you quite full? I know you've got Sea of Thieves on it. What what other stuff have you got? Do you know I'm about I'm only about fifteen percent full. I think. Um, oh, really? You, can't, you obviously don't have too much on it. Then. No, I don't have too much on it, but I'm not the best person to ask because it's the same size as the hard drive I've got in my Xbox One. So I'm no, I'm no going down the way, if you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, it's maybe a wee bit smaller, to be fair. It's maybe a bigger operating system, but um, or a bit, you know, more of a buffer. I but, mean, one thing to remember is it doesn't it's not going to have 4k textures and things like that the, the, the xbox series s versions aren't going to have 4k textures so that's already you know 10 gigs worth of data that it doesn't need on its patches <clears throat> that, that normally games will have but well i mean you know the series x or the one x have i suppose mm. um yeah but no it's, i mean it's a nice machine it's for you know for a couple of hundred bucks it is brilliant it's a really good way to be playing next gen games. If you're if if you're no bothered about the four K quality of it all, then go for it. You know what I mean? If you, if you if you must have that four K full quality, then obviously it's not going to do your do the job for you. But if you're just wanting a box to play current games on, it's really good. It's an interesting one because I've seen online that actually there doesn't seem to be a massive demand for the Series S. I think everyone thought there was going to be a huge... Uh, the Series X is doing well. Obviously, we know the PS5's got a lot of demand, but apparently 
Um, numbers don't seem to be huge on the Series S at the moment. That, that, um, that does surprise me. I, I, I thought there'd be a lot more double dippers with the, with the Series S. People that are getting PS5 might pick up the, the Xbox S I as mean, well. Don't get me wrong, that might still happen. True, it, true. The chances are that that will possibly still happen. I mean, I, I, I mean, if I was ever going to get an X and and uh, sorry, I, an, an Xbox, it would be this. I think for somebody like yourself, somebody like myself, it's perfect for the, on the streaming side of things. Yeah, and keep yeah. keeping your toe in the in the Xbox ecosystem, uh, especially rather than being you know single PC streamer, but. Uh, maybe for kids and stuff, but I just, I, I, it's, it's just, it's, it's this split thing with Xbox. Um, I, I just, I'm never quite sure exactly who these consoles are for. Um, they, I suppose you're, you're trying to cater for as many people as possible. Um, I think it, it comes back to you know what I've been saying for a number of months is I don't think Xbox are particularly wanting you to buy their box. They, they just want you in the ecosystem. Um, I, and. You know they're giving people options of how to play, but you know there's there's talk of a, an app for your smart TV coming out, and you'll be able to play Xbox games on your TV. You know they're they're, they're which, not, which is all pretty good. But again, this we're going over all ground. But why make the boxes? Why make the boxes? I think it's just get, giving people that choice. It's giving people that choice. You know, and uh, you know, it's it's just it's just yeah, it's literally that. I think it's choice and it's it's price point. So it's just a very expensive. Sort of, I don't know. I, I, I'm not talking about the Xbox Series S, is it? But but designing it and manufacturing it and all that's quite expensive to go. We don't really care if it sells. I um, mean, I, when I say I don't care, <laughs> I mean obviously they, they want to get their money back. But uh, yeah. I think that they're they're wanting you in their system basically, and yeah. they they want you on Game Pass, and that's where they're going to make their money. Uh, and and these boxes are just ways to get you in there, and these mm-hmm. apps and oh, all yeah, that jazz, absolutely. you know. Um. Gary, what? So obviously you've not been able to get a pre-order yet. It's been a bit of a nightmare. What? Uh-huh. What are your sort of uh, from from the outside looking in as it is? What? What? Have, what's your thoughts of the Xbox stuff been so far? Um, do you know I've I've not really saw anybody talk about the Xbox Series X or S. Even Paul, like he's supposed to got one, and I think we would like to know how is it, and he's been that's all right. <laughs> it's faster. Yeah. is faster, and I'm like, right, cool. Yeah. Um, which is kind of, but that kind of sums up me Xbox for me from last season, season series, uh, season. Well, what are you calling it? Generation. 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 Thank you. I was like, not the word I need. Um, <laughs> like I loved my Xbox 360. Like I had so yeah. many games that I had, I had it forever, and then I got the Xbox One. I played two games in it. I played three games in it. I finished two of them. One of them, I get halfway through. I, I think I get halfway through, and then I was like, I'm bored. And it just yeah, sat you, and gathered you, dust. And you I got rid of like, one quite quickly, didn't you? Like, yeah, after like six, seven months, because it was just sitting there annoying me, looking at me, being like, look, I'm glossy and getting dusty. <laughs> so, like, part Tripping of me was over like... over that giant power brick. Yeah, part of me was like... <laughs> Would I get an Xbox Series S or X? And I was like, no, because again, I just none of the none of their core games, none of their exclusives excite me or make me go, ooh. That's because um, they've got no exclusives <laughs> except for the Sea of Thieves. Um, so yeah, I, I can play the games on my PC. My PC is a gaming PC. Yeah, still running great. So I'll just use that and upgrade that. I think 
when time comes rather than 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 buy a new console. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sony, Sony's exclusives. I mean, I, I went and bought Miles Morales because I couldn't wait because I was like, I'm not waiting. Who knows how long it'd be Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think the games for Sony's side have that allure, that attraction that makes you want one. Um, and again, the next version of the Xbox, it's just a stronger Xbox. None of their peripherals or add-ons are saying anything new or doing anything different. And you guys know me, I like a peripheral. So like, yeah. I'm kind of like, again, I'm like, nothing is exciting me. So I'd, I genuinely think, I, I I don't think there'll be another Xbox in this gaming room unless they do something absolutely unique and amazing. So this is the thing, right? This is the interesting thing because Game Pass is great, right? There is no denying that uh, that the Game Pass <clears throat> isn't good value. However, there is no Xbox Series X, Series S new gen exclusive game at the moment. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. So, and I, I know that there's not a massive amount of games on PS5, but there are PS5 exclusive games. And and with Halo Infinite being delayed till God knows when now. Um, all you've got is people that have jumped to to the next gen on the Microsoft side of things, and they're just playing the same games they could have been playing. Uh, of course, they're playing with increased frame rates and native 4K and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, we're going to talk about all that. That stuff's actually quite, quite good. But it doesn't feel particularly... You always, you've always had a console launch where you got a new game. There was always, you know, Mario 64 mm. with your N64. There was always, I'm getting this and I'm going to play that on it. I'm mm-hmm. going to get the PlayStation and play this new game Tekken. You know, I, I, I'm i going to get my PS5. I'm going to play Demon Souls. Or I'm going to get the Xbox Series X and then I'm going to play all the Bethesda games and Sea of Thieves and everything I've been playing last week, but now I'm going to play it slightly faster. Um, it's a strange launch. It is a strange launch. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's obviously, I mean, it's sort of by design. They obviously wanted Halo Infinite as a launch. They probably wanted other games as launch titles and it hasn't happened. And there is, of course, a global pandemic and various reasons why that hasn't happened. But it's a strange launch for me on the mm-hmm. Microsoft side of things. The thing is, uh, really, Paul saying the, um, the UI, the, the main menu system, is the same as Xbox One. Excuse me? You know... Well, do not, do not lazily port over. I, the, one of the most exciting things is booting up your phone soon, going, oh, look at everything. Here. And things are like, no. I think I'm booting up. I would say, I'd be like, uh, uh, don't get me sense. wrong, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's the same, but just before, you know, I think it was maybe a month ago, they kind of refreshed it all. So it became new. Not, they, I hated I mean, it. Was Xbox, same but it's so same style, like, but it was the same style, but it's, it's got a wee, a wee sheen to it now. Um, and that that's what's came with the next gen and, and everything's the same i mean i think that's again it's coming back to the you know they're, they're not desperate you get them on the new boxes is is that they're, they're just wanting you in there and that's why everything's the same i, I agree with you colin i think uh halo's been a big boo-boo i think i don't i think that was that was their that was their flag that they were going to wave at launch uh and something went majorly wrong and and I mean, they did their best to try and kind of just push that and go, you know, that well, it'll come next year, but it's okay because you know you're coming here, you've got Game Pass and blah blah, blah and dressing it up that way. Um, but I mean, I, I think it's 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 a strange generation anyway. It's a strange 
next gen because mm-hmm. it's not a big wow. It's not a you know, it's not going from uh, you know, like the Nintendo to Super Nintendo. It's not there's nothing that's amazingly wow yet. Uh and, and that'll come, but it's 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 just a gradual increase, as we've said many a time. It's you know, it's it's not a big graphical jump. So it's not obvious to the the the, the, the non gamer. Non gamers between generations would go, Oh yeah, that that's that's a big jump, yeah, that's a lot different. Whereas this is very subtle, it's very, you know, ray tracing, it's it's all about the lighting and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So it's creep it's a creep more than anything. Somebody yeah. in my stream the other day said it was it was it was more like a jump from the PS4 to the PS4 Pro. And I was a bit like, mm. ah, well, it's a bit better than that, I think. I think that's unfair, but it's, it's not mm. a million miles off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, think- no, I, I mean, it's certainly improved on that, but I see Brian in the chat saying it's like PS1 to PS2. I don't think it's even that stark a, a, a change. Oh, no, um, PS1 to PS2 was major. Yeah, that was a huge like, yeah. yeah. Um, the thing is that what we need to remember is that this is the very start of this new generation and at the very end of the last generation which is kind of still going let's be honest they're still releasing ps4 and xbox one games for a while yet um those machines were being pushed kind of towards their limit and now the now the ps5 and the xbox one x in particular are you can tell that they're working well within themselves they Xbox Series X is basically going to be able to get games up to 120 frames per second, it says. It appears the PS5 could easily cope with that, but it, it's not as easy a fix on the PS5 because of the way the backwards compatibility works. Um, but in theory, that would be possible. So what's going to really be impressive is once we get a year or two into the life of this console, because I think uh, yeah. or this generation is going to be really quite impressive. But at the moment, what we're really seeing is the sort of stuff that was promised with the Xbox Series X, with the no, sorry, Xbox One X, and with the PS Pro, um, you know, you were saying about sixty frames a second. They were saying about four K, and they never really fully delivered on all of those promises. It was generally dynamic four K, uh, generally with thirty frames a second, or it was sixty frames a second, but it was, um, it was, it was, uh, sorry, then it was dynamic four K, um. So it's an interesting one. Can I just say, I just saw Sherry Bobbins asking a wee question there in the chat. Um, and this is interesting. My poor brother-in-law has been, uh, for want of a better word, shafted by the PS5 pre-order nonsense. Um, this isn't really, well, I'm, we'll get into whether or not it's Sony's fault or not. But he ordered on launch day from a, from a retailer, was told his console was coming on Tuesday, and has now been told it's coming mid-December, and I see he's got Spider-Man sitting there waiting to play. Oh man! And and Cherry Bombs is wondering if it's Gutted. playable on PS Five uh, on PS Four. Unfortunately, a PS Five disc will not work on a PS Four. Um, what I don't know is if if like he traded it in and bought the digital copy. I don't know if that would work because because as far as I'm aware, if you want the full the full Buna, as it were, you need to buy the Ultimate Edition. That's not if you want the original game. The remaster. Miles Morales, yeah. So my version of Spider-Man is PS4 and PS5. So so you could, yeah, so... So I can play it and then when I get a PS5, it downloads a PS5 patch. So that would be an option, it. Cherry Bobbins. Uh, he could, he could uh, you know, sell that or trade that in and buy the digital version of Miles Morales, PS4 and PS5. And then he could play it on PS4. And then get it for free on PS5. Uh, it's interesting because all the big games just now. So I mean, 
Sony, they've got their big sale on, so being the person who can't say no, I bought Watch Dogs Legion because mm-hmm. it was down to thirty eight ninety nine for fifty nine ninety nine, and it's the PS4 PS5 edition. So yeah. I'm like, well, even if I buy it now, I don't start it until I get a PS5. I know I'm going to get that upscaled version. It's the same with the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, uh, something else that came out. It's like you see, it says PS4 and PS5 version. Like it, it tells you that it has FIFA's both like them. that. FIFA's like that. Yeah. Uh, so let's go on to it. Let's go on to it. Paolo, you and I both have uh, PS5s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got mine and I've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is which is a PS4 game and a PS5 game. And I've also got Demon's Souls, which is a PS5 launch title exclusive. Um, and I have to tell you, I love this console. I absolutely love this console. Um, it's glorious. I know there's a lot being made about the size of it. I was talking; we were talking uh, off air about this, and I don't think it's that big. It's clearly big when you take it out of the box. When the box arrives and all that, it's huge, right? When you take it out of the box, it's much bigger than the PS4 Pro, and that was a, a decent-ish sized machine. However, I've mine on my side, on its side. Um, I took away a lot of the kind of clutter that was was on the unit where the the PS4 was, and now the PS5 is there. And I actually don't think it looks that big, but it might just be because of its positioning and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it it is whisper quiet, like mm-hmm. so quiet. I actually get up. I've been up quite close to it before, and uh, and I can't even really hear a hum. Hmm. You know, <laughs> I can't really hear much coming from it at all. Um, it, I, I love the design on it. I think it looks gorgeous. I know that some people really hate the look of it. I really do think it looks gorgeous. Uh, that's uh, Sherry Bobbins giving me grief for referring to treasured keepsakes as clutter. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I just really like it. But, Paolo, there is one thing in particular oh. that is very, very next gen. And it is, mm. of course, the wonder that is the dual sense. The new controller from PlayStation, and my goodness, it is a cracking bit of kit. Yeah, I, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I hope you know all launches, especially Sony. I've got gimmicks. You know, PS4 was possibly the light bar was the gimmick, and the touchpad. I was surprised the touchpad came back. To be honest, um, the the six axis Gary, remember that in Uncharted one? Oh, do yeah, yeah. yeah. on them. Falling off logs constantly. Falling off those logs because it did not work very well. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I so hope that the the haptic feedback and the triggers are not gimmicks. I hope games use that to the best of ability, which they have. I'm going to talk about one later on, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really excited about. But it's it's yeah. I mean, you're exactly right that, and everyone's saying it. Then that the controller is the most next gen thing about next gen. It is so nice it's so nice to, to hold as well which i don't normally go on about but it just fits in my hands perfectly and yeah i mean we were talking about playing like astro's playroom which shows it off i can uh, as a demo for the controller uh and it's just so nice i mean gary hogg said you know this is essentially going to be us talking about haptic feedback and triggers for yeah. 40 minutes <laughs> and see, he's not that's, wrong. that's what next shame <laughs> should be you should have that thing which pushes it which is why i think the xbox thing they're saying i'm a bit like and what but is this it's like well here the next gen's it's evolving from graphics to a fully immersed experience that's mm, next yeah. gen that's yeah. what next gen should be rather than it looks pretty are 
again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It needs to bring more to the table than that, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. The the interesting thing is um, definitely Xbox have clearly got a lot more right this time than they did at the start of the last generation. The Xbox One launch, whatever you feel about that console and how uh, Xbox managed to get themselves back on track and where they're sitting now with Game Pass, that launch was a mess for for whatever reason, whether it was whether you think it was fair or not, you know. Um, it, it's funny though that the Xbox this year with the X seem to have really concentrated on uh, teraflops and power, and there's no denying it's a much more powerful machine than the PS5, and yet still. Um, and I'm trying. I don't. I hope this isn't me with Sony scented glasses, but it still feels that like Sony's kind of pulled the rug out from under their feet because. Nobody seems that bothered about the teraflops or the the speed because both of them have got fast SSDs. It seems that the Xbox Series X seems to be faster at loading just about everything by a few seconds here or mm, there. Yeah, but nobody's talking about that Xbox controller at all. Nobody's oh. talking about it because it's just the same. And As I said, all, yeah, it's kind of like Xbox have been kind of resting in the laurels because the Xbox controller. I've never been mad keen on it, but it's generally perceived as the better controller over mm-hmm. over the last few generations. Um I know a lot of the the kind of big gamers and stuff who play on PC, if they're going to use a controller as an Xbox controller or like scuff or somebody's version of an Xbox controller. Um but yeah it's just a bit of a funny one that Sony seemed to have stolen a march on them, this haptic feedback stuff, the 3D audio, which I'm sure we'll talk about as well, is really impressive. Um but the controller it just feels a bit chunkier. It feels a bit heavier. Um, it's it's got a gyro. Um, uh, what's it called? Gy- gy- gyroscope. Gyroscope inside it. It's got the haptic feedback, the adaptive triggers, the the built-in um, speaker, which I was not mad keen on on PS4. Oh, That's I been a console it. for a while. I love my built-in speaker. So I, li- I, I liked it on some stuff, but it, again, it felt a bit gimmicky. It already feels much more refined and much more important on the dual sense. Well, do you know what's interesting? Uh, That's a slight aside, but um, when capturing one of your games, uh, well, it was Demon's Souls, when I'm capturing Demon's Souls for later on, um, I was, it's just a screen capture I used, so I had you playing in the background, and I was like, this sound seems really weird. It's as if he sounds (laughs) off, but it's because the sound was coming through your speaker, like your sword was, was coming through your wee speaker. And your game was yeah. muted, so it was like the all the kind of sword and shield <laughs> stuff was coming through the Wii speaker. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, that sounds great. <laughs> it, it sounds really impressive. And it's, you know, so you, you're wandering around, right, in Demon's Souls, and you, like, say there's, like, rubble, like a bit of wood. Right, I've tried to explain this before. A bit of wood on the ground, and, and it doesn't always happen, but from time to time, and your character will sort of trip over it and kick that thing. You'll feel a little dunt of haptic feedback, but you'll also hear this um, this piece of wood like um, kind of like clatter about on the ground, and you hear that through your controller. Hmm. It's astonishingly immersive. Yeah. Um, it's also the way that the haptic feedback works, right? And and, and this is so much, so much. It's very hard to explain because it's not it's not as simple as oh, if you do something like if there's a big explosion, you get a big a big vibrate, a big sort of rumble, and if there's like a little explosion, it's a little rumble. It's not like that. Hmm. It's the way it moves. Um, you know, you feel like arrows swish past you. You 
you you, you can feel the difference in, in Demon Souls when you're slicing into the flesh of something compared to when you hit your sword against a, a stone. And of course, mm. you're watching the screen, so you know that, but you're also feeling it. It's it's right. really it's really interesting. It goes and, back and, to what Gary was saying. It's it's about immersion, and that that yeah. just all adds to you know the 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 sound of something that the the sound design of something helps your eyes experience it do you know what i mean yeah. and and again that that's that's going through your hands it's just another way of of getting you in and that that exactly that's what next gen should be we, yeah. we should be there now do you know what i mean and it's interesting because when i when i head to uh when i go into assassin's creed valhalla which is a third party game and as it stands does not have any haptic feedback what i wonder whether ubisoft might try to patch it in i don't know i know some devs seem to be more excited about well, I think all the devs are excited about it, but but whether or not they're going to bother to add it into to just one, you know. See that that's the problem with Xbox not doing it, as yeah. as you've now you've now got one system that's using it and one that's not. So is it worth the development time to do it? Because only half your players are going to be experiencing it. The interesting thing is, it does seem as though <laughs> devs devs seem quite <laughs> keen on doing it. Well, exactly. <laughs> Dev seem quite keen on it, but um, but whether or not you know the boards are that bothered about putting in that extra time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but I think it it might it could certainly drive sales in certain games, um, and you might find that it will be interesting to see if devs do start producing. As Gary says, I mean, you could find that a lot of these cross-platform games sell vastly bigger on PS5 because of it. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, 100%, yeah. But then does that maybe colour the Bethesda thing? Does does that then suddenly mean that Xbox go, well, we're keeping all the Bethesda song, uh, uh, games then. We'll just have them all exclusive because we're getting killed elsewhere. Um, it'll still be really, killed if nobody's buying them. It'll be interesting. It yeah. will be It will be interesting. Last question, hat take full bodysuit when? Well, <laughs> well I, I read that the, there was a patent for the, the PlayStation oh. VR 2. Uh, a VR2 and it was the headset and new, new move controllers and they were talking about having haptic feedback in the headset oh <laughs> in the headset in the headset yep so so, so on the next uh, Rocky Legends or whatever it's called you can actually feel yourself getting punched in the head <laughs> oh that's how that next time you get stabbed in the face oh. uh, <laughs> how does it get... and exit your head it was amazing I got concussion <laughs> Again, um, <laughs> to me, to me, the PS Five feels like Ready Player One, and the Xbox feels like the Xbox short, short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Johnny Five is alive. <laughs> I, I will tell you right now that I, I, um, I know there's some people out there. I know Evil Monkey, a member of our community, has an Xbox Series X. Seems really happy with it. Uh, you know. It's it's just what it is. I mean. He was he was a, as we know he's a big Sea of Thieves player. Um, mm. He's got a big gaming PC as well. He says that it's Xbox Series X loads Sea of Thieves as quick as his gaming PC does. Basically, it's it's super responsive. Um, a, family, a big big hit with his kids. They're they're thrilled with it. I think people will be, but I'm not convinced that aside from teraflops, it's really pushing the envelope at the moment. And maybe right. maybe it will once games start to appear. Who knows? But it already feels that, and and this is all. This is very Sony. Sony always do stuff that's a bit wacky at times, and oh, you know, 
and and some of it falls by the wayside, PlayStation Move and all that. Although it's funny because most of the things that Sony do that fall by the wayside, elements of them remain, you know. So with the PlayStation Move, it's gone, but those Move ones are still here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're still here, you know. Uh, so, it, you know, the light bar, the light bar's gone, but we've still got that little that little sort of like ring of light that's around the touchpad mm-hmm. on the new console, which I actually really like. I don't know if you've noticed this, Paolo, but it, it sort of changes colour depending on the background of the game that you're in Okay. at, at certain right. points. I've noticed that. I was like... I, it was it Red Dead or something I was playing and I walked by and the sky was red and I suddenly realised my controller was a kind of reddy hue and then I turned mm. around and it was kind of purpley over there and it, my controller went kind of purpley. All right, yeah, okay, I'll notice that. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I mean, I don't really know what the point of it is, but I like it. <laughs> um, but the, so, uh, the touchpad started in the Vita and it was the back panel and then for the PS, like... Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then oh I hated it. it. I hated it in the Vita. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I just constantly pressed buttons that I didn't know were there. <laughs> my hands were too big for the Vita, and I just always... Yeah. So I, I ended up having to play it like this. I felt like I was getting like Vita hands trying to... The thing as well, like, if you played um, the old Resident Evil games on it, the R2 and L2 buttons were the, the track pads, so you're trying to like aim with those, those and it, it didn't register all the time, so you were just going... Hellish. It's oh, <laughs> like, I can't play this game. Hellish. <laughs> And then uh, Resident Evil Seven. I don't know if anyone else did it, but they they used the uh, the health status with the light bar and the PlayStation Tour. That's right. Yeah, green, yeah. green, number red, in which uh, it was very like when it was on the Dreamcast. Member Dreamcast had to plug in memory cards, so your health came up in the virtual memory card. So well, it, right, it's right. it's interesting the way the things that have evolved and kind of been bumped um, as it's Probably gone on. Andrew H yeah. saying, saying that uh, I like the, the Dreamcast memory card images mm-hmm. changed depending on what you were playing as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what, what my point really being that it will be interesting to see how how where we're going to go with this and what's going to continue on as it goes on. But I think haptic feedback is going to, going to continue. I mean, well, we know for a fact, we know for a fact the, the next God of War is going to have haptic feedback. We know for a fact that Horizon Zero Dawn will have it. We know for a fact that whatever Naughty Dog are working on will have it. These these big uh, first-party play... Well, they're now called PlayStation Studios, aren't they? Mm. These games will definitely support it. It will be interesting to see if the third-party games do, but I think, I think they'd be daft not to if they can make the sums work because it's just going to make people want to buy their games. It will. Yeah. It will yeah. make people want to buy their games. See, this I think your big hitters, like Capcom, Square Enix, I think they'll, particularly the Japanese companies, I think they'll... Especially the ones that right. are probably more rooted in PlayStation than yeah. than Xbox, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's there's a good chance of that, yeah. Um, the thing is, the you know, one of the big, as you were saying, the big one of the big talking points of the next gen is how fast everything loads, how quickly it is. I've got two things to say about that. One is that we've... we've not really seen anything brand new that loads quick. Demon Souls is about the only thing. Everything else, everything else is last gen. So I, I was saying, you know, oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto loads in a second or something. And you're like, well, I hope so because it's like eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, see, Red so, Dead, 
Red Dead speeds are improved, but it doesn't. It does not load in a second. I, no. A couple of times I've loaded it up for folk, and uh, that's about half for I'm me. A, I'm always a wee bit awkwardly looking about, going, uh, "It doesn't feel that fast," but I promise you, it is quite fast. <laughs> um, uh, and it is fast, but the the other thing is, we will get used to that very, very quickly. Yeah. That that will become a, a thing that just you expect very, very quickly. Um, especially, you know, I, I'm talking months. I'm talking three months. You'll be expecting things to load, and if it doesn't, you'll start getting annoyed. Especially, well, you would hope it would load within three months, mate. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's like so Commodore that, 60-40s. <laughs> that's why I'm saying I think the things like the haptic feedback and all that, I think will take a lot longer to get used to, and people will start using it in different ways. So it'll continue to have life in it. Do you know what it's, I mean? So that's why I think Gary's right, and that that's next gen. The faster load oh, yeah. things isn't. Uh, that's just that's just progress. Yeah. Whereas the, this is a jump with the, the controller. Well, well, yeah, that's that's the difference between progress and innovation. Um, but it was. There's a quote know, of the you, night. You know, um, <laughs> and that's the thing, and that's that's the thing that, that at the moment, and listen, who knows? Xbox are being innovative in the way that they see their ecosystem and the way they're offering sure, yeah, games yeah. and the subscription. That is innovation. And of course, they don't have a power brick. As I said, now it's a super powerful machine, the Xbox Series X. It's the most powerful out of the two of them. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of used to the next console being more powerful. That's always been the case. That's not really innovation, regardless of how powerful the thing is. They've been innovative in the kind of way they're wanting to give us games or sell us games, yeah, which is yeah. which is fine. But the true, as much as we're moving more digital, and you know we might be moving towards a subscription-based thing in the business side of things, in the actual hardware department at the moment, the innovation seems to be on Sony's side with what they're doing. I um, mean, who knows what Xbox might have up their sleeve? I guarantee you, they're probably already working hard on a new. Xbox Elite controller at some point that will come out that'll have some form of haptic feedback on it. Surely, Um But it kind of feels like they're playing catch-up. Mm. As yeah, always. It's no, bizarre, though. It's an image of two kids in class. It's like, so, what did you do? And one kid's like, oh, I developed this stupid toolpad with haptic feedback. And what did you do? I got rid of my pepper brick. Just going to call it a state. Well done. Um, <laughs> science fair but listen this is not this is not I mean don't go out don't get me wrong there's plenty of folk out there that are still trying to make this a big console war the interesting thing is that at the moment what appears to be is even if we discard the Series S which in itself Paolo, Paolo loves his wee Series yeah, S it's brand new yeah I think if as I said if if I if I had all the money in the world, I'd probably get well. If I had all the money in the world, I'd probably get an X. But if, if I could afford it, I'd probably get an S. You know, just to have the kind of best of both worlds. Um, but the you know, there's no denying that these are in particular two very good consoles. And I I genuinely feel that if you were to get either one of them, you'd be pretty happy with it. If yeah. if you went if you decide if if you've had your money your your mindset on an Xbox Series X and you get one. I'm sure you'll be delighted with it. Likewise with PS5. Um, but yeah, I, I I just think and it's 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 I'm probably coloured by the fact that I've got one sitting right there, but I'm more excited about what, what is to come with PlayStation than I am with Xbox. But again, that's probably because I've got Game Pass on my PC, so I, I won't necessarily feel like I'm missing out. Your toes dipped in there, yeah. 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 
Uh, you know, I, I think I think you're bang on there, mate. I think that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I, I think yeah. I think you 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 you, ve- you kind of skirted over it there, but I don't think it is a console war. I no. I, I, I don't think Xbox are trying to compete with Sony anymore. I think they're doing a different thing. And I don't really feel that Sony seemed that bothered either. No, no, it seems like you're like you do what you do, I'll do what I do, and you know, and... we're 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 leading to a place where very possibly as many people as possible will be doing both things. Now we've we've addressed this already, but let's let's um let's go into it anyway because this is an interesting thing as well. There was a lot made in the run up to these consoles. Sony did seem to make a lot of weird mistakes in the run up to this launch. You know, there was Still various are. issues about <laughs> Game Pass, um, and you know all these sort of horror stories about this or that or how backwards compatibility was going to work or not. Turns out backwards compatibility works like an absolute dream on the PS5. I've had no problems with it. Um. But everyone's like, oh, Microsoft are going to kill Sony here. The Game Pass, the Bethesda deals killed the PS5. It doesn't appear to have because not only is it nigh on impossible to get an Xbox Series X, I would say it's even more impossible to get a PS5 at the moment. Um, We've already seen with my brother-in-law. We're going to hear a little later on about poor Jamie Simpson. Mm. And of course, Gary, how much a nightmare has it been trying to get a PS5? It's just, it's... I would even say nightmare because obviously I was like I'm not fussed because I've still got loads to play on PS4 but then it's that thing where green cheese syndrome everyone starts playing it and you're like I want to play with that yeah, yeah. Um, my brother was exactly the, the same Yeah. the thing that frustrated me was the weird times people were deciding to like put the pre-orders up I was asleep yeah. or I was at work and I was at a job where I could just like down tools and go log out a computer and start it so I was a bit like mm, it was irritating in that sense and it is like the um when they after the, the the release day when they had the pre-orders got for December, I was like, I, I can't do anything that works. So I had a period off and I decided to like have a look, and it was over an hour login to log out your account, and in ten minutes it was like, oh by the way, we're sold out, and I was like, oh that, um, and it's just, I, I mean, I guess it's the game, but it feels like anyone who doesn't have the time to just wait at their computer just now isn't getting one until. Who knows when? And that's why I decided to just bite the bullet and buy Miles Morales on my PS4 because I was like, yeah. I want to play that game. Um, I mean, so I it's, suppose... It's, just, it's, it's frustrating because as someone who's always played Sony consoles since the PS1 and prefers Sony consoles, I'm like, but like, I would like to get a console. Um, although I don't think I've ever had a Sony console at launch. Like, I think I've always waited a bit because when I was younger. So it's just that sort of, and it's just, it's the frustration of, and the tagline, uh, play has no limits. And I'm like, what does when you can't get a hold of your console? Mm. Like, yeah. I'm like, don't rub that in my face, giant billboard I go by every morning. Oh, man. <laughs> um, uh, um, but yeah, so, but the good thing is everyone's enjoying them. So I'm kind of like, well, clearly well, it's going to be And I suppose it. the one bonus is that if this had been a previous console launch, you wouldn't have been able to play Miles Morales because it would have been mm-hmm. on the new console and not on your console, or it would have been mm-hmm. completely unplayable or a completely different game. Like mm-hmm. I remember when Assassin's Creed got Assassin's Creed Rogue for PS3 and it got Unity for PS4. Now, it turns mm-hmm. out that, that actually worked out in everyone's favour because Rogue was actually the better game and Unity was an absolute shambles. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, 
the, the difference is that the majority of these games are, as I said, the only one, as far as I'm aware, that really is, is really is exclusive. Obviously, it's Astro's Playroom, uh, but that's... It's not it's not a tech, tech demo. It is a tech demo, but it's also a game. There's more to it than that. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and then, obviously, Demon Souls. I think that's about it. That's pure PS... Uh, and then, obviously, Spider-Man Remastered, but that's a a different thing. Um, but yeah, and, and Brian, I already said that, that, that yeah, it's, it's, it's just as hard to get the Series X uh, in particular. Um, what, it, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this is Sony's fault. I don't know if this is Microsoft's fault. I don't know if this is retailer's fault. I don't know if this is just the danger of trying to, trying to launch a console in a pandemic. What we do yeah. know is there's been a lot of horror stories about people's PS5s uh, cancel, being cancelled or boxes of cat food arriving from Amazon instead mm. of them. The worst story of the lot is up to 3,500 PS5s were bought by a group of scalpers. Apparently, I was, I was reading this earlier on. I considered putting it in as a news story, decided against it because it named the particular Discord group that there's that, that managed to use bots to get 3,000 PlayStations. You had to pay around £40 a month subscription to be part of this Discord group. I think you went from three forty pounds to two hundred and fifty pounds a month to be part of this group, and these people were buying up these consoles and then selling them uh, at a profit, um, which is horrific. Uh-huh. It's horrific. But this is the same thing that was happening with uh, this. This has been happening with console tickets. This is this has been happening for ages. Do you know what even happens with limited edition Disney dolls? I know it's it's uh, Gary's knee deep in it. So, me, he's I, got a 300 pound subscription already <laughs> Gary, Gary has a subscription to those channels um, so folks out there and I know it's very easy for me to say this when I've got as I said when I've got the PS5 sitting here but please please just try to last out don't buy from scalpers do mm, not good God, do no. not do it you're, you're just not only are you going to get ripped off you're going to get ripped off you're going to pay way over the odds but you're you know also that? just feeding this this cycle that you know if, if they manage to sell these and they unfortunately they bloody will sell them because there's always somebody desperate or a, a mum or a dad who's desperate to mm. get their kids and and these people are taking advantage of you so hopefully i'm sure sony and xbox will get these consoles out as quick as humanly possible but it's not worth paying over the odds for it's really not so yeah. what I did uh, is, so Mark was like, if you really want one, here's money to go buy one on eBay. And do you know that part of you, you look and you see and you're tempted, but then you're like, well, actually this feels really dodgy. But see, so I went on today because I was like, surely they're not still selling them or people trying to sell them. They are. But do you know what's even worse is people putting up PFs, files for sale, but they're not. And their image is like, I want, please help me get a PS5 for my kids Christmas. Oh God. And sure. then there's other people selling them and they're like, charging like 800 quid and then they've got the audacity to put just like for the money i paid for the console i'm like girl you did not pay 800 pounds for that godzilla yeah uh, and it's it's nuts and you look at what, them all what and, can it what can it cost what they're going for oh my gosh like starting price like so starting if it's about open auction they're starting like 500 and then there's a um, buy it now 800 1100 like the, the costs are like it's ridiculous like it's horrific and, and you know, on the day and launch day, it was the same when that that Disney doll get scalped. Me and Diet Punk went on to look, and the Disney doll cost like a hundred quid, and people were selling for three hundred quid. 
a pe- and it's the same with like it's just nuts. So yeah, it's yeah, crazy, man. yeah, like PS Five Disc Edition photo, six hundred pounds. It's a photo. Yeah, yeah. And they're hoping people fall for it and buy it. Um, it's nuts. Like when you look, it's horrendous. Although, if you go on Facebook and put, put in PS5, it's funny. People have put like um, their black router with two white plates next to it. Like, obviously, Joe's what? posts. I kind of laughed at that. But uh, the eBay stuff is, it, 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 it makes me sick and really angry because you just know somebody's. Yeah, somebody's going to go, go, go yeah. oh my gosh, a PS5 for that much? Buy it. And then. Yeah, if they're not savvy enough, they're just going to. And it's going to be some poor person money. who's desperate. Yeah, or as I said, a mum or a dad or a granny who's just desperate to get this present for a kid to make their 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 Christmas or their birthday or whatever, and they're getting taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. It's horrific. Yeah, yeah. And I and I genuinely hope people like EB and that should be stamping down on this stuff. They should not be allowing things to go dramatically over their RRP. They just shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't. But part of you is like, I know you can't tell somebody not to do something, something they purchase, but I don't know. It just it sucks when you just hear people buying things they don't want to sell and make a profit, and you're like, well, that's just rude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just selfish. Like, I mean, it's... horrible people. <laughs> yeah. It's horrific. Um, anyway, right, we need to move on a bit. This is, we could talk all night about this stuff, but... Um, all uh, night. How- Paolo, I believe that you have a, a, a wee treat for us. You have uh, you have uh, some little morsels. Some little morsels? Some little morsels. I've known Cozy's comes in ages. I, I, <laughs> I will fly through them because uh, you know, that was a good talk we had about that. Um, <clears throat> and you don't need to know much about these, right? But uh, FIFA, I've got into trouble. So EA Sports, I've got into trouble. Um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, the AC Milan player. Is he Swedish? He's Swedish, isn't he? He's Swedish, yes. Um basically tweeted the other day by the way uh, my likeness is in FIFA and who gave them permission to do that and he pointed the finger essentially at this uh, group FIFA Pro I think they're called which I think is a union for football players uh, mm-hmm. to which EA Sports kind of link in with and, and they kind of do deals with them and all that jazz but yeah. um Ibrahimovic was saying, I'm, I'm I'm not a member of FIFA Pro, to my knowledge. I don't know if, if I am. I don't know who put me in it, kind of thing. Uh, so I think he hashtagged it something like, uh, start the investigation or something like that. Uh, to which immediately Gareth Bale, who I hate, I hate Gareth Bale, but he oh. jumped on the bandwagon immediately and went, that's a good, that's a good point, by the way. Uh, let's look into it. So immediately uh, Ibrahimovic's agent was on it and pestered EA Sports, and EA Sports were going, look, listen, we've been doing these deals for years, uh, we've even, you know, you've got a special deal because you're part of AC Milan, we've got a special deal with AC Milan, because the way FIFA works is the, the EA Sports buy the licence, um, so they, in mm-hmm. England, they buy the Premiership, they deal with them, they buy the Premiership yeah. licence, so that gives them that, but with the Italian teams, they have to get them individually, so that's why there's, like, Roma's not in it this year, I don't think. So they've said, you know, well, we've de- we've done a deal with AC Milan, uh, so you're part of that. Uh, to which the agent of I've, I've uh, immediately back to him went, no, no, he's no, not to my knowledge. Oh. And you know, I've been trying to get this out of you for ten years, and he's keep ignoring me and blah blah blah. So FIFA could be in trouble. EA Sports could oh. be in big trouble. If if this kicks off, that's going to be a lot, a lot of people 
going to be Cleveland damages. No longer part of the game could can't could be removed. Although do you think there's like a small print somewhere which is like is we because you play in our football games we have the we can sell off your likeness. Now like they're really really small print. I just don't well, know. I dare say that's all backed in in the Premier League deal or something probably. Mm-hmm. I suppose it depends on how tight, tight they do it, but you, you know if you've got somebody like Zlatan who comes out because I mean he is a superstar and you know for all the talent he has his ego is like 14 million times even bigger mm-hmm. um yeah i mean you imagine if cristiano ronaldo comes out next or messi or somebody comes out next and joins in with there could be a massive revolt and it could literally be the end of after but, all these yeah. years of, of games getting more and more because you can imagine how expensive it, or else you're going to I, I kid you not the other option is you're going to end up paying 150 pound a year to play fifa all the likenesses. Well, that's the thing. You could, it could end up being like if you want Ibrahimovic in your game, then you're going you to, to pay ten pound to have Ibrahimovic. Things like that. Uh, I think FIFA are saying that you know we pay six hundred million to FIFA Pro every year for this kind of thing, and I think that should be then divvied out. But I, I, I don't know. We don't know the ins and outs of it. But well, I would like them to actually put a bit of attention into the Mother Squad in future then, because they, you know, the, for all the amount of time that they spend making. Uh, Making uh, <laughs> you know Zlatan Ibrahimovic look look uh, looks like him or Aye. Cristiano Ronaldo. They 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 don't pay attention to the Scottish teams as much. I mean even even the Celtic and Rangers squads that they pay all this money for the badges for. When you actually see the squads, the the only you know unless it's somebody like um, unless they're international. Aye, unless it's I mean? like Scott Sinclair or something that they had for for who they spent a lot of time on because he was you know an England player at one yeah. point or whatever. Uh, then, then even they don't look that much like. So you know, it'll be interesting to see. But maybe that's the thing. Maybe you you buy an individual pack to make your team look the way you want. Oh no, surely not. I couldn't go down that route. Couldn't go down. I mean, it's, it's EA. I love it. No, exactly. So we'll see. They I mean, are major I, transactions. I, I think they're potentially in a bit of bother if this really gets traction. I think they'll be in a bit of bother, but we'll yeah. see. On good news for FIFA, though. There is good for, news for now. For now. <laughs> for now. For for this gen. This, until uh, this until they, year. they they PT it. <laughs> they released they released the uh, the details of what's going to happen when they get the PS5 patch put in, mm-hmm. and you know it's absolutely glorious. Mm. It's really nice. There's loads and loads of stuff, and I've just kind of picked out a few things. Um, you're going to get a, a new camera angle is one of the things, which is going to make it look more like a kind of TV presentation. I don't know okay. how that'll be because I thought it already had that in it, but still, mm-hmm. there you go. Um, things like big goal moments. So you know, if it's a if it's a cup semi final and there's three minutes to go and you're like one each and somebody scores, then there's going to be a bigger reaction. There's you know, it's going to be oh, so the crowd's going to respond. The players going yeah, to respond. Going to be oh, okay, louder. The cool. manager right run on all that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. Um, off the ball humanization, which I found fascinating. So it means like if you know if you're dribbling the ball then the defender that's on the other side of the pitch might like wipe his nose or something like that <laughs> just wee subtle animations they might fix his hair different things like that i wonder i wonder if there's any like anyone running behind a bush for a slide or something like that <laughs> a gary lineker but probably the most exciting is coming back to that PS5 controller, the haptic feedback. So it's going to have haptic feedback in it. So obviously you're going to get bumps and, and grumps when you're, you're See, getting tackled, things cool. like that. But one of the thing that really got me, I thought was brilliant. So in FIFA, you use the right trigger to sprint. 
And of course, they've got adaptive triggers now. So when your player gets tired, your right trigger gets harder to push in. Oh, is my it, goodness. Oh, glorious. That is, that's next-gen, baby. <laughs> so that really, think that really excited the, me. There might be something to do with that. With You know how hard it is to take a bloody penalty in FIFA? I wonder <sighs> if there might be something they can do with the haptic feedback to, to get you a better feel of the, the ball, as it were, and a better oh. sort of like... You know, so you know, rather than just oh, it's a long press or a short press, is there a way to like potentially? You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk like a footballer when I'm not really a footballer. I but, know what um, you mean, though. Yeah, just a different feeling for it. Like I, or or a golf game or any sort of sports game. You know that way where you're you're trying to take it down on your chest or something. Is there going to be a way in the with the pressing and that that's going to make it a wee bit more mm. organic how you hit the ball or whatever. Interesting, um, interesting. What about really like cool. when you when you're taking a penalty in FIFA and you get that rumble, you get a kind of heartbeat uh-huh. in your controller. Yeah. What about if you're taking like the the last penalty of a cup final and if you score it, you win. The whole thing's shaking. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> like, like if you score, if you score the the, the goal, you well, you can before yes, you take yes, it. sir, yes, sir, you can bookie and you're going to the Euros. <laughs> Before you take it, the whole thing could be shaken like, as much as it possibly can because you've been nervous. Do you know what? I want, I want I a, a FIFA hat take football plug in peripheral. Yes! <laughs> just a big ball. Just, just kicking the ball in your house, plugged <laughs> at your control pad. Yeah, I get, get me playing for FIFA. Remember like those things you had uh, and it was like you strapped the belt to you and the, the ball was attached to the rope and you kicked it. So oh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine the amount of vases and things that have broken the houses up down the line? <laughs> uh, one downside of the next gen on uh, for FIFA is there will be no cross gen, so a PS5 yeah. player cannot play a PS4 player. It needs to be like for like, unfortunately, which is which is a downer. I guess which that's because of the big goal moments and things like that. Different. There's different animations and things like that. Yeah. Different, so things are going to take longer, and uh, there's different cinematics and all that stuff as well. Yeah. Last they, they one for you, nose. and they pick the nose. I last one for you is just is just and another thing, <laughs> a guy. So there's an Oregon Oregon TV show uh, that kind of has a section that's like out and about in the in the outdoors kind of thing. You know what could you do? Oh, you could go canoeing up, whatever, right? And a guy got his daughter to send in a a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and Oregon's TV station put it up and went, here's a lovely place for a walk and blah, 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 blah. And it was a screenshot from Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> you can see a lovely little trail just behind Valentine. <laughs> you can see and this it, man it, putting a dog away. He says it's so well. Kaczynski again causing uh, <laughs> As he heads <laughs> off up into Cumberland Forest. Um, <laughs> That's, that. That's good fun. That's your Cousy's Crumbs, guys. Cousy's Crumbs <laughs> back. Nice to be back. <laughs> nice. Uh, Bright, yeah, no, the haptic feedback isn't in the analog sticks, but but it's it, the adaptive triggers are the triggers, but the actual uh, haptic feedback kind of goes through the whole pad. Yeah. You don't really feel it in the controllers, but you do feel it uh, down the sort of like the handles. It, it kind of yeah. swipe down it. it. It's generally a whole controller experience, yeah. um, but you don't specifically feel it in the analog sticks. Um, yeah, that's, that's fair. You do feel it in your thumbs, as, as Colin said, it's the whole controller, but yeah, um, it's it's not specific to a thumb, if you know what I mean. Yeah, your your and your analog sticks are not adaptive, so that I mean that might be the next thing they do, but your mm. your analog sticks won't get harder to push as you're walking through quicksand or something. But the way that the pad 
feels with the sort of vibrations, the, ha- the actual feedback will change, so it does feel different. Um, Paolo's going to talk about that a little bit later on. Um, right, let's go on to freebies, because we've actually got a lot of games to talk about, and time is marching on as ever. Um, right, this is a bit of a disaster zone. A disaster <laughs> zone here in the freebies. Microsoft are just taking the mickey now, right? This, <laughs> this is the games with gold, okay? <laughs> Games of Gold. So from the 1st of November to the 30th of November, so you've not got long left, few days left, you can get Aragami Shadow Edition stealth game that's available essentially now on all Xbox systems. From the 16th of November to the 30th, so again, not long left, you've got Lego Indiana Jones. And uh, and then, for some bizarre reason, you've got from the 16th of November to the 15th of December, you've got Swim Sanity. That's a shooter. Again, these are on all Xbox systems, basically. Whatever Xbox you've got, you should be able to play these. Um, a number of them will also potentially be on Game Pass as well. Uh, no, no, these are games of gold, sorry. Um, from the 1st to the 31st of December, can't believe it's almost December already, mm. the Raven remastered a mystery adventure. Uh, also from the 1st of December to the 15th of December, you've got Saints Row, Get Out of Hell. I mean, how many times has that been on Games of Gold? Surely that's been oh. on before. <laughs> uh, from the 16th of December to the 31st of December, you've got Stacking, a puzzle game. And from the 16th of December to the 15th of January 2021, you've got Bleed 2. So that is from the 1st of November to the 15th of January. That's all your games for gold. And actually, January, man. They're rubbish. <laughs> I mean, thank God Game yeah. Pass is good because they're guff. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know, I think Bleed 2 sounds interesting. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just you, don't you sit on the fence there, Colin. You tell us exactly what you think. Yeah. Um, moving on to PS Plus. So again, you've got a little tiny bit of time left with the PS Plus games. Um, off the top of my head, it's Shadow of War, Mordor Shadow of War, uh, and Hollow Knight. Get those. And on PS5, there's Bug Snacks, uh, which I'll talk a little bit about later on. I played some of that. Um, from December, our PS Plus games for December are uh, on PS4. You're getting Rocket Arena and Just Cause 4. Remember, these will also be available backwards compatible on PS5. And for PS5, you are getting a brand new shiny game. And I'm well excited about this. I didn't even know it was coming. <laughs> uh, I watched the trailer of it today. And oh my goodness, move over full, guys. We've got something much more fun coming. Worms Rumble. Oh yeah. my goodness. Massive sort of multiplayer party game rumble of uh, worms where you play an individual worm you're going to use all your favorite worms games uh, or worms weapons you're bouncing about it seems to be almost like worms meets uh fortnite meets uh kind of um meet, meets fall guys i guess it looks mental and it does look mental I'm, yeah <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm quite excited about it um so not a bad, not a bad list, and, and it's good to see that straight away you're getting PS5 games. Yeah. Uh, it does look as though Worms Rumble will also be playable on PS4 as well, so that's good. Happy days. Uh, yeah, so that that will be that will be a lot of fun. That will be a lot of fun. Uh, what's that, Bryson? Even if you don't own a PS5, you can go via your phone app so you can claim bug snacks. Is oh, that can so? You? There you go. That's. Good. I thought that you had to boot it up a PS5. That's good to know. I was going to get blundered. I was going to tell my login and my machine for him. Oh, I could you go download my stuff, play some Watchdog Legion. I know your game. Yeah, <laughs> of all the things I want to play, it's Watchdogs Legion. <laughs> uh, you for loved the first Watchdogs, don't lie. Uh, yes, I did, and I've since learned my way. I've never played another Watchdogs since. <laughs> well, Watchdogs is maybe gang, but this one looks good. 
<laughs> right, on the games. Paolo, you've got a nice shiny review for us. Well, do you know, I'm, I'm going to skirt across it and we'll maybe do yeah. it uh, properly another time in another way. Uh, but it's Fuser from <laughs> uh, Harmonix, basically. So Harmonix, if you know, did the rock band games. Uh, and I love the rock band games. I was mm -hmm. quite keen on this game. I was interested in it, and then I saw uh, Gary Witter playing it, and I thought, Do you know what? I'm going to see if we can get a code for that, and we did. Um, DJ Kaczynski, indeed, Bry. Uh, it's it's good fun. So rock band is great, and and I loved how the the harmonics guys described this game. This they said with rock band, they they, they loved it, but they it was they were annoying that it was annoying that they, they you were just playing songs. There was no creation in it. You were just doing yeah. the songs. So they came up with this, and, and it's uh, it is essentially a DJ. You're a DJ. You get um, it's like 32 bars of a remix that loops, and and you basically create a song. So it'll tell you things like you know drop a drop a a, a drum beat or drop a bass line, drop a vocal line kind of thing. And it'll give you tasks to do like that. Yeah, just like that. Okay, I'm speaking to speak. Yeah. Drop this, drop that. Paolo's album drops later on this, uh, this month. So, uh, Bust out a sick remix. And you're essentially making a song, uh, which is nice. Uh, it's... It's good fun. It's good fun. So playing the campaign, you get specific things to do. So you, you've got, like, you've got a number of stages to do, and, and part of those stages, you've got a number of events so it's like time so you've got a two o'clock slot you've got a four o'clock slot kind of thing and during those those sets you're told to do specific things so like i say you drop a vocal line or whatever you drop a a, a beat from don't feel the reaper you know specifics like that you'll get people mm -hmm. asking you can you play something from the year 2000 <laughs> stuff like that right so have you got sweet Sam? Any, Sam, have any you got sweet Caroline? <laughs> can you do us the slosh, Sam? Get some slosh in there. The slosh. I've lost my, I've lost my pal. Can you? Oh Jesus! Can you put a shout out for my? Tell her I've got in the cloakroom. <laughs> it's good fun. Do you know it's it's really good fun. Uh I think it'll be a lot more fun in freestyle mode where you're you're not told what to do and you can do mm -hmm. whatever you want. So you can see so you, you get. You create a crate, basically, which is a number of songs that you can use certain bits from. And each song's got four parts. So, like, the drum, the bass, the melody, and the, the vocal line. And mm -hmm. you can mix and match as you go. It's it's really good. And there's there's a kind of versus mode. Bless you, Gary. <laughs> I could see you sneezing away there. <laughs> well done. He used the, he used the mute button. You got the mute button there. Right? <laughs> I'm using everything. You still do attention. Oh, I thought the visual listeners will be going crazy. <laughs> So I it, and I think the the versus mode will be quite fun, and there's a collaborative cooperative uh, mode as well, which would be fun, which I've not done yet. Um, the campaign's alright. It starts to get a wee bit annoying because it's just telling you what to do a lot of the time. Uh, you don't get much time to think about what you want to do. You can also play with instruments as well mm -hmm. and add into it. Um, it. It's it's good fun. It's it, it's going to be a lot better when you know each piece of music so there's a lot of stuff i don't know yeah. on it so you, you'll know what will work with what i mean don't get me wrong it does a great job of mixing it all so you know if you suddenly put i don't know like rick astley with here comes the hot stepper do you know what i mean <laughs> and you think they'll, they'll not work together it, it does a really good job of making them work it puts them in the right key it puts them at the right tempo uh, and more or less it always kind of sounds all right mm -hmm. but 
to make it I sound... must say, that time you kept failing that song, like, I had you on when I was doing work, and it sounded, I was pretty bought my way, and then I was like, you failed, and I was like, wait, what? Do you know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying I think the freestyle mode will be a lot more yeah. fun, because you're not failing, essentially. Um, but you, I think it will be a lot better. It'll be interesting to see how this game kind of works, because it only works if it's good, if that makes sense, yeah, and and the, the talent in it will be knowing what the songs are and to me that's that seems a bit too much work that you'll need to kind of have a set list essentially that you work with yeah um so i, I i'm i'm kind of i'm not going to say what i think of it completely uh, other than it's quite fun to play uh, i think it's unfair having not done the competitive or the collaborative stuff or the freestyle mode itself uh, having only done the campaign it's it's fun enough to play. Uh, yeah. Whether it's worth the seventy bucks that it is, it's or a something. very expensive game because I had to look yeah. when you were because I was like intrigued by it, and then I was like, oh, I'm not that intrigued. So we, it's, it gets costly, and you can, you add songs to it as well that are coming and out. Two pounds a pop. It's expensive, expensive. Well, game. this this is the whole Twitch sings thing, isn't it? This is the whole rights thing. This is this is, I think this is how these this is going to go. This things go on. Um, I think games with music and music games are going to get more and more expensive. And by the sound of things, so are potentially FIFA. Um, mm, yeah. as, as people get a bit more canny with uh, rights. An interesting thing about this is the more I've heard about that game, the less interested I am. I think this is going to be something like, um, uh, you know, like Dreams or something, where certain people are going to, going to make incredible things on it. It's going to, if, it, if it speaks to people, I guarantee you there's going to be people who are into being DJs and, and doing all that sort of stuff who are going to make astonishing remixes and it's going to be amazing. It will be interesting to see how much of a everyday or a sort of casual fan base it really gets or yeah, a player base. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds sounds interesting enough. It's fun enough. If you, if you like music, you're going to be interested in it. And if you like creating music in an easy way, then, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to, it's quite good for that. Uh, Is it you... possible to share your music? Not that I've noticed yet. Yeah. Uh, by all means, you could capture it. You know what I mean, but I don't, I don't think there's a... <laughs> and, a, a and then get a DMCA strike. Yeah. I'm not sure if there's... Mind you, and now okay. you say that, there might be a kind of way to do it from freestyle. You can't certainly can't do it on the campaign, but um, yeah. me- memories kind of sparking a wee bit when you've asked that, and I think there maybe is a way to kind of at least share sections, if not okay. a, a full remix kind of thing. Because bear in mind, it is only 32 bars or whatever. That gets Aye. repeated for each thing, so uh, as it, it can be quite limited. But in saying that, there's a, a whole host of songs, so you can mix it up and change it as much as you like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay. I don't. As I say, I don't want to give it the full, the full review because mm. I have only played half the game essentially. Uh, but it, it's well, that's, promising that's and it's fun. Fun. I would uh, like Captain Kaczynski to do a live DJ set mid flight. <gasps> yes. Yes. Now we're talking <laughs> split screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fire and, and, and DJ at the same time. <laughs> I don't well, know. That's the landing I'm here. <laughs> I'm not convinced the PC would cope with that. <laughs> um, Gary, so Paolo and I have spoken a lot about this, right? But you and Paolo had a, a shot of Ghost of Tsushima Legends, and you oh. were playing the co-op experience. Yes. So I we've heard enough of both me and Paolo's opinions on that. But what is your thoughts on it since you got to play that? 
Oh, it was amazing. Like, I think I said that in the night to Paul. Like, by the end, I was like, I really, really enjoyed that more than I thought I was going <laughs> to. Mm. Um, it's stunning, like, visually, it's beautiful. I love the I love the fact the missions have so much story to them, but they're dead short. Like, they don't take, like, I wasn't, I mean, yeah. that's three hours Some of them take that. a bit of time right enough. <laughs> um, but, like, it, I don't it just those... worked so well, like, and they, like, the teamwork was great. We were going three, two, one, hits up. Uh, like, it was, oh, it was just, oh, no, I loved it. I, I loved the combat. I loved the storylines. Um, I loved the different play styles. Um, no, it was it was really enjoyable. Um, I just thought I, I, it was great. I, I wanted to do more of it. And we were discussing this, like, I hope they, they keep adding more to the storylines of the uh, the, the legends because um, mm. I know they're focusing on the big raid thing you were talking about and stuff yeah well we, um, we need to do that but we need to we need to level up so I'm so yeah. glad that everyone's enjoying the game so we need to play more of it yeah but yeah, I think yeah. it's it, it was real real fun um, and I just loved the I loved the, the the myths they were tying in and the Japanese mm-hmm. spirits and the things that I recognise from other games or studies of, of Japanese mythology I'm like I know what that is yeah um, but no, it was, it was really back. enjoyable, yeah. Um, and figuring things out because it is different. So you've got like when you've got to take down that the, the witches of Umi or whatever mm-hmm. it was, because yeah, yeah. they regenerate the bad guy's health. So you're having to like take them out first and then go kill the, the, the little guys. Um, no, oh, I loved it. It was it, it, and it flew by by the time then the streams came. I was like, oh no, I, I want to keep playing, yeah, yeah. Um, so but no, glad. very enjoyable. That you like it because we because you in particular I was quite surprised at how excited you were about this <laughs> because you ended up really liking Ghost of the Tsushima back yeah, thing uh-huh. you were that hyped about it before it came no how no and I were both very excited about the game coming out yeah you two we are and I was like Meh. Uh, and, then and then you got it in a whim or something didn't you and then and uh-huh. then really liked the single player and then we're super excited I would say you're more excited about it than I was certainly yeah. how we were very excited about it. Um, so I'm so glad it's lived up to your hype. Oh no, it's it's been great. I love it. So I need to. I think we had two story missions left to do, so we need to finish them. Oh, did, I thought we got. Oh, the the, the, no, the we had like, we had like the last one or two to do. That's right. We we just done the. No, no, we did a few of the crow ones. We did the maybe the, we did the, the the first crow one, and then maybe the one after that. But I think there's one or two left to do. Um, love it. But no, it was it was it was wonderful. Paolo, Paolo, have you got anything quick to add? No, just great fun. Just great fun, as you say. Uh, Right, Uh, Paolo, what have you been playing? Uh, I'll fly through them. Uh, Erica on the Nearly Men channel, uh, Mm -hmm. which I enjoyed, again, I enjoyed way more than I thought I would. Uh, I was looking for something. I, I didn't want to start something episodic. Uh, for whatever reason I don't know why I don't know if it was because the PS5 was coming that week I felt like I can't start anything this week in case I want to start something new next week um, you're already going episodic with Erica <laughs> do you know what I mean so we played it and it's, it takes about two two and a half hours to play uh, and it's just essentially it's, it's a little more than a walking sim it's, it's a full motion video walking sim I suppose um, and we played it and I really enjoyed it it was really well performed it's, it's quite well written um and I didn't, and what I didn't see coming was at the end of it, I thought that was quite good. I wonder what would have happened if we chose different things. And I, I normally I'd, I'd play something like this through and finish it, and that'd be it, put to bed. But I was seriously intrigued about what what would happen differently and how much would be different. 
So we kind of chatted them in the chat. The Monday night's always great. It's, it's a kind of regular week and a group of people that watch these things with me. And um, a support group. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a wee discussion. A few people were saying this would be quite good to do again. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go over all ground, but hummed and hawed and hummed and hawed and eventually decided to go and do it again a second playthrough. And deliberately do everything as different as I could. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I went left one night, one way, I went I went right the next night. You know what I mean? Sim simple as that. Um, and I was amazed at how different it was and how how different we could make her character as well. So the first time I was very, I was very much um, a bit of a wee soul and I was wanting looked after and I needed everybody's help and I, I tried to be everybody's friend and tried to help everybody I could. And then the second time, I made it a lot more different. So I made her not tell anybody anything and not help anyone, not be anybody's pal, not trust anybody. And it made it totally different. And it's amazing because even the bits that, that were the same same scene, the same, that the physical, you know, exactly the same film, piece of film, mm -hmm. because we'd played it differently, we could look at it with different eyes. And it was amazing yeah. how it still worked in the, our storyline that way. Um, so... <laughs> very tempted on Monday night to give it a third playthrough <laughs> I'm not convinced yeah. it will differ hugely on your third playthrough but there will be some extra bits of the story it, it yeah. basically invites you to do extra playthroughs to, to learn the full story but there are different endings mm -hmm. and pa mm -hmm. Paolo's had two endings myself and Sherry Bobbins played it we got a different ending from Paolo's so there is there is, a, there is still scope to go on again um, yeah. I have to say we played it. I was quite taken by it. Um, I'll, I'll take exception to you. It's not a walking slip sim because you don't actually do any walking. Um, that's <laughs> true. That's but, true. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a classic old school FMV game, and it's really good actually. I I was very pleasantly surprised, and it, honestly, it runs. It could, I guess it could be about an hour and a half to two hours for a whole playthrough, depending on how you do it. But you genuinely want to play it again. Afterwards. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Yeah, um, it was a PS Plus game a few months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Really but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, as I say, it's made by the people in the chat as well. The, the talking about it is 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 great banter. Um, so do come along on Monday then. I, I yeah. think I will do a third playthrough of it. I think that's mm -hmm. maybe the end of the legs of it. Um, I, Aye, think, I don't. I don't. Uh, you might. You might even get yourself a wee platinum if you do it for a third time. Oof, woofed. Oof. So, so we'll see. So join me on Monday night for that. That'll be good fun. The other game I've been playing just very quickly is Astro's Playroom, which is the, the most PS5 game I've got. So <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm I not a huge platform fan, but this game is great. It's, it's really brilliant. It's really good fun. Uh, and as we were saying earlier, it's a great demo for the, the DualSense controller because uh, it uses every single thing it can possibly do to, to its, its full ability kind of thing. Um it's great fun as a platform. It's actually quite a fun game, and it's quite a big game uh, for a demo of a controller. It's it's got kind of uh, what's well, four worlds basically, and each of those four worlds have got four levels, um, and it's it's just great fun. It's just great fun, and I planned it. You did, Johnson. I, I, Although, I, I, uh, so, sorry, uh, Fear Hartley saying that you've just had your times beaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fear Hartley's. Uh, has put on Twitter that the Neil and Mendy get, get good. <laughs> and it's all because like the ultimate platformer doesn't have a PS5 yet. 
Oh no, just wait, just wait. <laughs> um, let's not forget this game is free with your PS. It comes preloaded on your PS5, and it, honestly, it's definitely worth having a go of. I yeah. I was quite pleasantly surprised by it. Um, yeah. Uh, Paolo, the other game, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Gary, what what have you been playing? Uh, I've only been playing one game, really, because I've been too tired to, to do do much. Well, two, but the main one I've been playing uh, on the new channel Friday nights has been uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Um, and it is amazing. Like, oh, it's so good. I, like, I'm so glad I didn't wait because I, I, I couldn't have waited. Um, it's just, so they could have been really lazy and copy-pasted everything over. And they've not, nothing feels copy-pasted. Like, Miles, you feel like he's a baby Spider-Man learning the ropes, which he is, because you go through that. It's all the VR training setup. Um, like, even from the way he swings, he's really clumsy when he swings through the city. Um, like, he, he's always catching himself and his legs go out in funny directions. And, like, he, he makes funny noises. And it's because he's, like, inexperienced. But it's just, they've taken everything that was good about uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um and <laughs> and like amped it up like the combat's super slick. There's and they've he's got his own fighting style, but it still resembles Peter Parker's because he's been bending on him to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got all the basic attacks, and then they add to them because he's got his own superpowers. So it's not again, it's not just here's a reskin of Peter Parker. Mm. It's it's here's Miles Morales, and they've really thought about how his powers work and how they would work in a video game setting. So like his Venom powers, like. The way they work is really cool, and they give you super, uh, super um, moves to kind of stun bigger and tougher enemies. Because Miles is a young, he's 16, 17. So, yeah, as a kid, so it makes sense that he needed those bigger attacks to take down the bigger guys. The story's great. It's a little bit cliche, um, and I won't spoil it, but basically, something happens, and I make a joke, and then half an hour later, something happens in yeah. reference to the joke, and everyone in the chat was like, Ah! <laughs> um, maybe slightly predictable at points then but predictable in the best sense of it being Marvel like a, a, a Texas superhero cliche um, right, yeah. so and it's got all the collectibles again I've been doing the collectibles uh, and the kind of the side missions off stream just so I can play it because I'm doing it I'm only playing it on a Friday so I've been doing like collectibles and the challenges off stream and then on stream doing the story side missions and the main missions mm-hmm. Um and it just, it's so much fun just webbing around New York, which you know for the first game, but it's Christmas now, and it's got all the Christmas lights. Ah, yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, right. it, it was winter, yeah, but it's got all the Christmas lights. Um, the the, the, oh, the big three at the Rockefeller Center and all that. Well, do you have not been at Rockefeller? I checked that yet. So Ooh. I've just been, I've been mainly in um, Harlem, and the, where if, they've got, where he's from. There's a wee Kevin McAllister running about <laughs> on his own. Um, uh, keep an eye out for him. But the, even the characters, it's such a diverse cast. Obviously, you've got Miles himself, but the, the community lives in. Um, there's uh, representation of all different walks of life. Um, there's like a lesbian couple. There's a girl who's deaf, so she does um, American Sign Language, and Miles speaks American Sign Language, so they've got lovely interactions. Oh, and they're right. just building up Miles Morales' Spider-Man is just this real pinnacle of their society. And they acknowledge he's the new Spider-Man. They're all like, eh, where's the real Spider-Man? Oh, um, okay. And as the game goes on, they kind of, the, the actions sort of start to change. But the story's been, story's been great. Um, 
and his moveset makes it dead interesting. I don't want to spoil what happens if you don't know what Miles Morales' powers is. But you get a really cool move you can use and it just changes the way you play the game. Uh-huh. So it's just, it's perfection. And if this is, if this is like an addition, a side game, Spider-Man 2 is just going to be yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. We were talking about what could be next and I'm like, bring on a Spider-Verse or the Clone Saga or give us more because they could really have butchered Miles Morales and been lazy and they've just given it so much love that I just, I think Spider-Man 2 is going to blow everybody's mind when it comes out. Nice. Spider-Man seems to be in very good hands at, yes. in, at Insomniac. Uh-huh. Uh, so, they know what yeah. they're doing and it's yeah. they just... Everything is just perfection with it. Like, there's, it makes you laugh, it makes you shocked, brings you to te- almost tears at points. Like, you can go to the graveyard and visit his dad's grave and stuff. It's like, you get like a yeah. scene there. And, um, you could do that in the uh, original Spider-Man. Yeah. With uh-huh. Men's grave. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, which, 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 could, I, really caught me off guard. It was a really beautiful little moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And that is, it's that attention to detail that's yeah. lovely. And the nice thing is, we all know Peter Parker's origin story, but didn't need that. And the fact they've 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 given us Miles Morales without really making it shoehorned into like a game really quickly. Like it's just they've done it so well and really respectful and building up his possible villain base. Um, which again in the chat we're all trying to figure out who his villains could be and where they're coming from next. Uh, being big spider geeks that we are, but no, it's mm-hmm. great. So I'm finishing it. To, I, I think I'm going to finish it tomorrow. Night. I'm pretty sure I can do it in three playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Because um, we finished the story at quite a kind of cliffhanger moment last That's Friday, um, and pick it up tomorrow night, and hopefully going to get get through to the end of it. I but did it's, hear just... it's quite short. I did hear it is rather short. Short, but as soon as I get a PS Five, we'll be playing through it again. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's definitely going to be playability. Uh, the trophy list—it's not an impossible trophy list, but it's got the challenge in it, pretty much like the original Spider-Man as well. Um, so it's definitely like if you like the first one, you will love this one. It's just amazing. Um, the other game I've played and completed this week has been Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, which is a rhythm action game based in the Kingdom Hearts series where they take all the tracks from all the games and you you just kind of push buttons and time to the rhythm. Um, and it goes as every Kingdom Hearts game, so it's a really good recap of the series. Um, and getting to hear the funky music. And then the end is wild because it opens up like five possible sequels or side stories. Like at, like at the end of the credits, I was like, did that just happen? So for a game that like maybe seemed quite inconsequential, it actually finishes Kingdom Hearts 3 somehow. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, it's not a game for your... I'd say Kingdom Hearts Melody and Memory isn't a game for a casual gamer. It's really for those who are like invested in the Kingdom Hearts storyline. And if you want to know what the story goes on to next, just watch the clip on YouTube. Um, but it's, it's a really fun rhythm game, really challenging. Um, and you get to visit all the Disney worlds and play a lot of Disney songs, which is fun. Um, and it's a very good overview of the series from one of the characters' eyes. But I know it's, it's, it's fun. I enjoyed it. Going through it in pro mode and my fingers are tired. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some bits I'm like, I don't even make that make sense. Like there's like 17 beats there in eight seconds, but um, but lots of fun. Uh, and I dipped into Assassin's Creed Odyssey because Greece, because Greece. <laughs> Greece. That is the word after all. It yeah. is indeed the word. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing a bu- bunch of stuff. I'm going to try and be as concise as possible. Demon Souls, 
launch game PS5, it is magnificent. I am loving it. If you love Souls games, you are going to adore Demon's Souls. It's got the haptic feedback. It's got it's it's probably the most next gen feeling game I've played so far. I mean, Astros is great for the the kind of haptic feedback showcase. Demon Souls, the attention to detail in it, the size of it, the way it runs. There's been a couple of I've had a couple of little moments where the game hasn't loaded up and all that. The, um, there's a kind of, kind of wee bug. Sometimes you have to restart your console to get it up and run. That's the only thing I've had. Uh, apart from that, it runs like a dream. Steady frame rate. It is glorious looking. It is tough as nails. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just bloody loving it. The, the, <laughs> uh, the um, sort of um, the way that they've uh, put in the haptic feedback and all that sort of stuff. All the stuff we're talking about is all there. It feels like a genuine bona fide launch game but it, i've seen multiple multiple articles where they've basically said that it's possibly the greatest launch game ever made just because Oops. of the level of quality there's been a whole host of five star reviews it just is excellent well, better it's than really, knack <laughs> yeah but it's slightly better than knack right um yeah. it's magnificent it genuinely is i cannot rate it high enough if you like souls games if you like Souls games, or you've been, you've had your interest peaked, you've seen Souls games, you've watched them, and you quite like the idea, and you're going in with your eyes open, knowing that it's going to be a brutal challenge, and it's going to take getting used to, then wholeheartedly go and get there. My best advice to you would be, if you get a PS5 and you're not sure about Souls games, download Bloodborne as part of the PS Plus collection. Uh, download that, have a go at Bloodborne. If you fall in love with Bloodborne, then I would potentially get Demon Souls, but you could try that out for free first. The last thing I want is somebody paying £70 on that game and then hating it. (laughs) But if you know what you're getting in for, I think you'll absolutely love it. I really do. I think you'll love it. Uh, Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I've been playing a bit of that. Um, It's all right. It's all right at the moment. I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, like the Viking setting, it looks lovely on PS5. It's not got any haptic feedback at the moment, and I am missing that. I am missing that coming from Demon's Souls to like, It feels a wee bit uh, old-fashioned because of that. But um, I'm also at the part in the game at the moment, I've been told that the first like 10 hours or so of the game before you get to England, we all know that you end up in England, Apparently, that's the dullest part of the game, and I've just seen so many people talking about the second you get to England, it just becomes brilliant and and potentially the best Assassin's Creed game yet. Um, Mm. And I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward. I'm very close. I'm very close. I'm kind of at that moment now where I'm a bit like, well, I could get a few collectibles here just before I go. Um, It's good. It's good. Uh, It's certainly certainly, uh, pretty good. I think if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, if you like the way they've been going with Origins and with Odyssey, where they're going more RPG-like, uh, you're going to like it. Uh, and the Viking stuff's really good. And the other one I wanted to talk about was Bug Snacks, which I streamed last night on the channel. You can get it on the Twitch channel on the VOD. You can see me playing uh, about three hours worth of it. I was very pleasantly surprised by this game. It is absolutely mental. It's like Pokemon meets Animal Crossing meets Viva Pinata meets uh, Alien Noir. Well, maybe a, maybe a sort of smudge of Minecraft to it, but you're not actually digging. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. I kid you not. It's a detective story, and you're actually you're actually interviewing people to build up a story of a mis a, a disappearance. 
it's oh bonkers. <laughs> it's properly bonkers. Um, but actually, definitely worth having a shot of. Definitely worth having a shot of. Um, nice. I was I was pleasantly surprised because I, I I kind of felt oh I should stream this because it's the PS5 PS Plus game. We'll give it a go, and I did sort of say to folk, I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to play this. I don't know. I might do like ten minutes of this and then boot up something else. Nah, three hours of bug snacks. There you great. go. There you go. I feel like uh, it's going to give me nightmares. <laughs> I, well, a few folks said that. Um, and the, the only other thing I would say is, I played a bit of Red Dead Online, and Paolo, I know you've been playing a lot of it. We've, we've been streaming it on our channels and all that. We're not going to go into much. What I will say though is, Paolo, how well does that cross-platform play work? Seamless. It's an absolute dream. We played the other night uh, off stream. Uh, myself and Paolo were playing with a couple of members of the community, a couple of friends of ours, and they were on PS4. Myself and Paolo were on PS5, setting up the party, playing the game. Not a problem. Yeah. Not a problem at all. It worked brilliantly. Actually, and setting up parties is much easier on PS5 than it is on PS4. It's easier and it's quicker and it loads and you can send off your invites. It's it. It was it was um it was pretty good, nice. uh, and of course, Red Dead's running. I mean, it's loading a bit faster. Still quite yeah. slow compared right. to, compared to some of these other games, but considerably faster than on PS4. Um and and lovely steady. I mean, it must be easily on sixty frames. You know, lovely, uh, nice and smooth. Anything else to add, Paolo and Red Dead? No, not at all, not at all. But Bri is asking, do you think you'll platinum Demon Souls? I would like to try. I would like to try. I've not had a look at the trophy list properly yet. Um, it will take a long time. <laughs> I, I, I think you're talking multiple playthroughs as well, which I'm not sure I'll do because I almost always play Souls games the same way. Uh, uh, just okay. as a hack and slasher, I don't really bother with the magic side of things and the miracles and all that. So I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, I'll certainly give it a good go. Lovely. Right, we've got a whole load of viewers' games, and time really is marching on. Guys, this is an epic. Epic. This is an epic. Uh, but here's what the community have been playing. Uh, the lovely Sherry Bobbins 09. The lovely Sherry Bobbins 09 got in, uh, contacted us in the Discord saying, loved having a wee playthrough of Erica. Need to try out more uh, uh, more endings. I know she's yeah. she's already she's already well taken by it, Paolo. That was um, that was a good find. Nice. Uh, the lovely Viva Lahazy has been in touch with us on Twitter. Uh, I don't think words can do the dual sense justice. True that. Fair enough. Even the non-gamer wife wants to play it because of it. Uh, and he says the PS5 UI is blander than the blandest. That's my two takeaways from uh, from next gen. I've no. seen Hazy going on about this. I don't. I don't. I like find, it. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. It plays music to the, to your specific game. Yeah. What more oh, do you well, want? I've not seen it yet because that's one thing I'm trying not to see. Honestly, I think the UI is fine. It's fine. It's, it's not dramatic, but honestly, I could not care less really about the UI. It's, <laughs> it's really down to my priorities. You know, I mean, it was the same with folk that were, that were firing shots on the fact that the Xbox Series X's UI was 1080p, but the, the PlayStation's one was 4K. I could not <laughs> care less. It runs well. Almost everything I need's there. I still can't find where to get the patch notes. Update history on game. Can't find that. But I'm I'm slowly but surely figuring everything out. Uh, it's taken a bit of getting used to, but I quite like it. I don't think it's bland. It's it's not revolutionary, but 
Uh, well, Paolo's already said the Xbox One hasn't changed at all. Let's um, so we like so, a paint. That's all it got. So I, I think it's all right. I, I, I mean, hazy has been going on about this a few times. I sort of said to him it didn't really bother me, but he's got a bee in his bonnet about it. Uh, Rabtastic17, he joined us last night on, uh, in the chat and stream, joined the Discord. Uh, new member of the community says, currently replaying and streaming all the Game of the Year nominees. Played Ooh. Hades last night and looking forward to FF7 Remake on Saturday. Oh good games, good games. And uh, uh, On the Discord, Inky Fingers uh, got us all a bit nervous when he said he'd been playing a fair bit of RimWorld recently. And I had a very nervous google of that as like <laughs> is that is that a game I, I don't know if i want to google this turns out it's a game it's a sort of colony it's a, very good game. a colony building game uh outer space game yeah uh, inky seems to be enjoying it gary seems to enjoy it as well good fun it's good fun Jose Keenan, dun 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 remember him uh, as <laughs> always playing, playing FIFA <laughs> playing FIFA but also swinging into PS5 life Spidey style uh, hmm. good fun and looks amazing little bit of bug snacks too which was better than I was expecting there Absolutely. you go echoes and then we've got a bit of a sad one here Jamie Simpson hello guys no PS5 for me as my pre-order cancelled the day before release due to lack of stock not confirmed as yet but it might not be legit so I'm hoping to get my money back. Oh, man. Oh. Jamie, That's... thank you for the stay safe. Uh, that is horrible. I, I, my heart goes out to you. That is not cool. Not cool at all. Not cool um, at all. I hope, you, I hope you do get your PS5 soon. Uh, I promise you it will be worth the wait. It will be. Guys, we've got a lot of... Uh, New, well, not too many new releases. Here we go. But there's a couple of big hitters here. So let's, uh, let's get through them. We've got uh, on the 26th, of uh, November, that's today. We've got uh, Made of Scare. That's out on the Switch. Uh, then on the 1st of December, we have got Kronos Before the Ashes. That's coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. Pfft, Stadia. Um, Empire of Sin is coming out on the 1st of December as well. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Twin Mirror Lost on Arrival comes out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on the 1st of December. And also, and then, sorry, on the 3rd of December, we've got Morbid, The Seven Acolytes. That's PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Um, also on the 3rd, we have Phoenix Point, Year One Edition for the PC. And on the 4th, on the 4th of December, we have Commandos 2, the HD remaster on the Switch. I've played some of this on the PC. Um, I'm hoping it's a wee bit easier to control on the uh, on the Switch. I think it actually might be quite good on the Switch. This um, I, classic game. I loved Commandos too. It's hard as nails though, but uh, quite a good quite a good one for the Switch, I imagine. Fitness Two Boxing uh, Rhythm and Exercises come to the Switch on the fourth of December, and also on the fourth of December, Paolo FIFA Twenty One has come to PS Five and Xbox Series X. Uh, Sue's Rain is coming out to PC on the 4th of December and John Wick Hex is coming out on Xbox One and Switch on the 4th as well. Also on the 4th we've got Dragon Quest 11 S <laughs> bloody hell Dragon Quest 11 S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition <laughs> Definitive Edition um, that's mm. PC, PS4 and Xbox One and then on the 8th the 8th 
off the December. I'm quite excited about this. Destiny 2 is coming out to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Increased frame rates and all sorts of stuff. Improved load times. Lots of fancy stuff coming for uh, for Destiny 2. Uh, on the 8th, also we have Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. That's on Xbox Series X, PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. Uh, and then the big one on the 10th. On the 10th of December, Cyberpunk 2077. Unless it gets delayed again. Uh, mm-hmm. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't this thing. It's coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. Uh, also, the 10th, we've got Brigand, Brigandine, The Legend of Runersia. That's on PS4. And finally, on the 11th, on the 11th of December, we have Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, which is coming to PC VR. What? And, uh, yeah. That's that's the that's the mini releases a Medal of Honor game. Can you believe it? Gosh. Um, yeah. So uh, so that that has been your games. That has been all that. Remember, guys, we cannot live without hearing from you. So if there's anything you want to do, you want to get in touch, well, here's how you do it. We'd love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men, or email info at thenearlymen.com. Okay, so we've got some questions from the chat, and Fjord heartily has been saying, "Ah, and I love, I love a wee Gary goatee." We've not got a goatee. It's not a goatee. There's Keep no soul pack this time. Just a moustache. Don't forget, you can go to our Discord, the Nearly Men's Discord, and you can donate to the Movember charity on behalf of Gary and Thanks. his magnificent moustache. Fjord heartily also said, "Paolo is going to need to regain his lead in Astral on his yes. PS5. I spent some time." Earlier today, he tried to stop his head's uh, high scores. Ooh. Astro is amazing. It is. Uh, talking about that, Bright Two Way says, seeing you guys playing Astro's Playroom makes me want to play it more than the games that are also on PS4 or Demon Souls. So there you go. Astro's is great, really is. And yet again, Fiat Hartley got back saying the social elements to PS5 feel really enhanced too, which is nice. It's easy to jump into challenges, etc. It just feels streamlined. It absolutely is. The card system's really good. It's really good, actually, so far. I've not used it as much as I could have, but, yeah, and the fact that you can actually see little time trials of what your friends have done and all that. This is all stuff that Sony were sort of playing with on PS4 and sort of have have included at various points and various games have used it more than others, but it feels like, at the moment at least, it seems to be more integrated and refined. Um, quite nice. Guys, we've got some streams coming up. We've got some streams coming up. First up, Mr. Movember, the moustache of doom, <laughs> Gary Hogg, Blunderboy87, will be on the Nearly Men channel. will be on this channel tomorrow night at 8pm, Gary. Is that right? Yeah. Um, and Gary, you, you've already told us, but what are you playing? I'll be swinging my way through Miles Morales, Spider-Man Part 3, up to the finale, hopefully, and we'll get oh. to see how his story proceeds. So there we go. Be, be there for that whip, whip action. That's it. Gary made a Spider-Man thing there for, for all you listeners out there. Uh, <laughs> Monday. Monday. Paolo's also somewhat spoiled this. I promise there is there is a, a <laughs> mic moment coming from me in a moment. But Paolo, what are you going to do on Monday? Yes, in the last day of November, we'll play through Erika for the third time, probably the final time. <laughs> probably the final time. <laughs> I, I look forward to the following Monday and the following Monday. Um <laughs> On Wednesday, right, I'm quite excited about this Wednesday. I just decided today, I've been sort of talking about it for a little while. I'm very impressed with backwards compatibility on the PS4. It's very good. 
so far. I've not tried any of the PS Plus collection yet, so damn it, I'm going in. <laughs> I am going to play God of War 2018. I'm going to stream that on Wednesday at 8 p.m. The classic God of War from Sony Santa Monica, which is just going to be amazing. I can't wait. That'll and Thursday, Thursday, we're all we're all going to be together again. We're going to play something. I don't know what we'll play yet, but we're going to we're going to we're going to go and get it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, there's lots of new Lament stuff coming up, so you can enjoy it. You can enjoy it. So I think we I think we should probably wrap up because Paolo has essentially just told us in this chat it's back to you for floating. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed I've started swinging a lot more in the last <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> Continue on, Colin. Just keep on looking at things. Keep on just bump for a bit. Uh, yeah. I will just leave you. I will just <laughs> go away. <laughs> so. Guys, that has been a monumental episode uh, talking about all the new channels, is uh, all the new consoles, and the, the everything that's been going around. It's been it's been nice. It's been nice to be back talking games again. Thank you so much, everybody who's joined us live. Thank you to all the lovely listeners out there. But I think we need to get this going before Paolo literally just vanishes. So, uh, Gary, say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Captain P Pants, say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and it's goodbye from me thanks for listening folks we'll see you next time <laughs>